The best insight, instant feedback, accountability. The all-new Talk Radio Freedom 106.5. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Joining us via phone this morning, albeit um, for uh, a brief interview, is our Minister of uh, CARICOM and Foreign Affairs, that's Dr. Emery Brown. Good morning to you. Welcome to our program. Hello, good morning. It's good to be back with I, you and your listeners. I know that it's, 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 it's a pretty trying time, late night, uh, busy schedule yesterday into today. So thank you so much for joining us for a little bit this morning to tell us. Uh, we've been reading these stories, we've been hearing um, the sound bites, and we've been looking on the social media posts and everything else of what transpired. And we've also been told of this nine-point plan, uh, this nine-point agreement that has been signed, well, signed the joint declaration that speaks to what transpired and uh, what is the guide moving forward. Now, this morning, our discussion on the program has been pretty diverse. There are some people who are of the opinion that really and truly nothing has been achieved. There are some who are saying, well, at least there is no immediate threat of violence, and that's a positive. Let's get your summary of what transpired yesterday and some of the messages that it would send. Well, I, I'm not sure how we could start by a comment from anyone to say nothing was achieved. Um, a lot was achieved. The question is, can we predict what the future holds? We cannot. Um, I, frankly, this morning, I'm very proud of the Caribbean community, whereby just a week ago, literally, our heads of government, including the Prime Minister of Trinidad and Tobago, convened in an urgent session uh, focused on the escalation of tension between Venezuela and Guyana. Now, here we are one week later, having emerged from a special uh, forum in St. Vincent, where these CARICOM heads, joined by a few additional senior diplomats, including a representative of the UN Secretary General, gathered in Argyle and uh, created an environment for direct dialogue between the president of Diana and the president of Venezuela. Emerging from that event is one of the outcome documents is a joint declaration for dialogue and peace with detailed clauses that treat with the threat of force and the use of force very directly, uh, that treats with, that treats with uh, the application of the Geneva Agreement and international law, that treats with principles of good neighborliness, peaceful coexistence, unity across the region, that speaks to the role of the International Court of Justice embraced by Ghana and uh, rejected in its jurisdiction by the Venezuelan side. It speaks to the need for continued dialogue and as it provides a time frame and venue for future dialogue between these two states. And it speaks to the, the a commitment to avoid words and action that would escalate the conflict. So this is, uh, you know, excellent work that has been done. I think the people of Essequibo would be waking up this morning feeling uh, 
significantly less fearful and the sense of impending invasion or military hostility would have been mitigated to a considerable extent. Now, a lot depends on how these leaders dispose and conduct themselves in the immediate and medium term coming out of this. But at least we have a clear written agreement between both parties, witnessed and facilitated by the peers, the leaders of the region, that really set the context and framework for a different environment mm. in keeping with the Caribbean remaining in June. Yeah, I, I know that our time is very limited this morning, but uh, there's a, I think there's a fundamental question that, that at least two needs to be asked. Um, and it, it speaks to, to Clause 4 of the Declaration, where Guyana um, acknowledges the ICJ and Venezuela does not. Now, what makes this declaration binding, and what are the penalties, if any, for breach of the declaration? No. So this is not a, a signed agreement. It's not a memorandum of understanding. Uh, it's really an outcome document from the first direct dialogue for some time and therefore there's no penalty associated with deviation from this mm-hmm. particular declaration. What is built into it is a mechanism. If there is an incident or uh, an observation made by one side or the other, the matter would be discussed directly between the two states and would be referred for uh, referred to Karakov, to Selak, and to President Lula with the aim of containing, reversing, and preventing a repetition. Mm-hmm. So that, that is contemplated, considered, and built into the declaration. Yeah, well, there's there's something that maybe I missed it. I, I don't know if it was spoken about or dealt with. Um, or what's the what's the approach moving forward? Venezuela had issued, uh, I, I don't want to use the term threat, but a position that said that all the companies operating in Essequibo now that were granted licenses and agreements by Guyana had three months to leave. Was that matter dealt with at these talks? And if so, what is the new position? Well, the new position is that neither state will threaten, use the word threaten, Mm -hmm. the use of force or use force against one another in any circumstances, including circumstances consequential to the controversy. Uh, So that is extremely important language, and no state would commit any action to escalate the conflict or disagreement and would cooperate to avoid incidents that would lead to tension. Mm. So that really rules out uh, enforcement or implementation or pursuit of measures uh, that constitute a, a threat to commercial or economic activity, etc. Minister, mm. uh, we well, we're limited for time, so this we're going to leave the interview here this morning. Um, I'm sure that probably we'll need to have you in so we can have a, a more detailed discussion to explain to people all that transpired because you don't want misconceptions to take root uh, and then people forming their own opinions and, and which may not necessarily be grounded in fact. 
I want to thank you for being with us here this morning. I know that was it was trying for you to join us because of uh, the commitments that you had and the late time that you got in and all of that. So I thank you once again for being with us here this morning. Certainly. Thank you. And I, I must say that I'm very proud of CARICOM once again, having risen to the occasion without any one nation or leader going off on an excursion or adventure of their own. We've worked in solidarity and would continue to do so to address priority matters relevant to all of us. Thank you once again. That, of course, ladies and gentlemen, uh, how we drop the curtains on our interview with our Minister of CARICOM and Foreign Affairs, Dr. Amory Brown, giving us his perspective of what transpired yesterday between Venezuela and Guyana. The best insight, instant feedback, accountability. The all-new Talk Radio, Freedom 106.5.